Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. The Graham Norton Radio Show. How exciting is this? With Waitrose. Over on Virgin Radio. Up and Adam, come on, things to do. Don't cheer, you'll just embarrass yourselves. We're not bored of it yet, so it's lovely. There's no stopping them. No stopping them. The Graham Norton Radio Show. Oh, there's nothing nicer, is there? Nothing nicer. With Waitrose. Food to feel good about. I mean, what's not to like? Saturday and Sunday from 9.30. Over on Virgin Radio. Welcome to the show, Masters is here. Aloha. Hello, Chris and the gang. Thank you for making mornings easy to wake up to. My hubby is away, so it's a solo coffee for me before a spot of yoga, facing the sun to stretch for the coming day, says Jojo in Cornwall, off to Eden for my last couple of days of teaching until September. It's been a brilliant term, and we've had some amazing schools come and visit us. Imagine that being a teacher at Eden. Mm. The Eden Project, that's cool. Talking of coffee, my wife has just sent this to me now i do not have any dogs in this particular race or a dog in this coffee race but a pal of mine does and he recommended it to me so we have bought it online it's called exhale coffee and he says it's amazing because he loves his coffee and uh, this gives you the hits but also it's full of anti um oxidants um and he says there are the equivalent of antioxidants of 55 oranges in each cup and 1.8 kilograms of blueberries it's called exhale but was it any good? It looks lovely in the cafetiere um, on our kitchen top, doesn't yes, it? Yes, it does. In That's front of the Shrigley. Like a, yeah. Because you know, the Shrigley rainbow goes with the packaging, doesn't it? I mean, you know, if uh, Exhale want to borrow this shop, they can. It's a publicity shop, basically. Yeah, That's, you know, that's, well, we a, take that's very that. nice. Five free packs of coffee for that? Ten? Ten. Case. Start Box. with Box. ten. Box. Yeah. Boxworth. Van, mm. Vansworth. No, Boxworth. <laughs> but is it any good? So Tash says, hang on a second. She says she's had some actually super yummy not as strong as our usual coffee, but hits the spot. It's a winner. That's nice. Will it be coming to America with us on Friday? Are you allowed? I don't know. She packed some tea bags last night, so they're coming. Got to got to check the tea bags. Right, it's all going on. So, listen, the show is already massively on a roll. It's our job. It is our mission, should we choose to accept it. And we have... I've got a brilliant Mission Impossible fact by now coming up. Um, two... To fill your fun fact um, hand luggage, your carry-on bags, with as much uh, as many summer super hacks as we can. Do you know the my favourite Mission Impossible fact? You know the the, the the theme tune. Do you know the theme tune? Yes. Oh, do you know what I saw on Instagram? Yes. They did an advert for the new film. Yes. Rolling a ball mm. down a xylophone steps. Yes. Yeah. Really to, clever. They do it with loads of different tunes all the time. Do they? Yeah. Okay. Well, they did it with that. It's very good. Mm. And it goes on and on. It's not a watch again. Uh, they paid extra for it, so it just keeps yeah. playing. You can yeah. watch it all day. Yes. Bum, 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 bum. It's very good. So the bum, 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 bum. Just after me. Bum, bum, bum. After me. How is that after me? How is that after me? How is that after me? Go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> do it with me come on bum do it with me but i'm 
I'm panicking now. <laughs> Not like you. You usually don't care. Bum 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 Onwards from me, after me. <laughs> well, so it's a sort of London, London's burning situation. No, forget it. Uh, London <laughs> will have burnt by the time it gets. Anyway, the point about the fact is, yes. bum 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 bum. Those two notes, right? That is Morse code for M and I. Bum bum is M, and bum bum is I. Oh, that is a very good fact. Is it Mission Impossible? Bum 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 bum. So da 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 is M, and da da is I. Very good fact. You're welcome. You're That's welcome. A very good I'm here fact. all week. Well, for a while. I've, I've, yeah, you are here this week. Yeah, yeah, good. <laughs> so we're already talking about some factor, SPF factor. Mm-hmm. So my wife thought up until last night, and we've been married forever now, uh, she thought that she should put some, you know, when she goes somewhere really sunny, even though she's quite resistant, she has very resistant skin to the sun, um, although everybody's got to be careful, even my wife. And um, she thought she puts, you know, she, and she's been doing this for years. I know, I've seen it. She puts Factor 15 on for the first few days, thinking, oh, the sun's a bit strong, so I need a bit of extra protection. It's not about that. SPF is not about that. Your sun protection factor is not about that. All the factor does, if it's a 5 or a 10 or a 30 or a 50, I use a 50 and then I use a 30, okay? All it does is it extends your natural resistance to the sun by a given factor of time. So it's not about a stronger protection. It's about longer protection. So Tash has been covering. She said, oh, my goodness, I didn't know this. I had no idea. So she's been putting it on for the wrong reasons. So if... I can go out in the sun and I start to get burned, honestly, after about five minutes. Mm-hmm. So if I put factor 50 on, that's 250 minutes. So it's four, four and a bit hours and then I should reapply. Although actually what I should do is stay out of the sun, you know, at midday and then maybe go back in the sun in the afternoon. If you reapply sun cream too much, it gets into your blood. That, that's a, that's a I, thing. How, how, how do I know all this? How do I know all this? Is this because of yesterday? What happened it's yesterday? because of yesterday. What happened yesterday? So yesterday... I left the show at 10 o'clock and I arrived back home at five past six and none of it was intended. Uh, I had an extraordinary day yesterday. It came from nowhere. I've never, ever had a day like it. I'll tell you about it in a second or two. Off I want to go to LA. The team take a sweepstake on whether I'll come back or not. I think this year I don't... I would, I would. Wouldn't bet your shit on me coming back at all. <laughs> Look at this weather. It's, no, it's not the weather. I'm fine with the weather. And I'm really, I like England more than I've ever liked or mm-hmm. liked it for years. And Because I live in Marlow and it's beautiful. I live by the river. I work with you guys. I love my job. I love my working hours. I love coming in early in the morning and getting a run out of the way or a cycle out of the way, getting home. Usually um, for like, you know, half 11, 12 o'clock. Not yesterday. Five past six yesterday. Why? I'll tell you in a second or two. But I'm not sure I can work with Will anymore. Oh, yes. No, I heard that conversation Will, and I'm Will, with you. Yeah. Up until one minute ago, I thought Will was probably the nicest young man I've ever had the good fortune to encounter in my life. <laughs> he then asked me about the New Forest. He says, I'm thinking about coming in the New Forest, Chris, at the weekend. Um, do you know anywhere? I said, well, you know, what do you want? Do you, do you want trees or do you want beach? He said, I want, I want trees mostly. I said, OK, so you need to go. You need to go New Forest itself. I then explained to him exactly where to go. Um, M27, second Lyndhurst Junction, not the first. The first one will take you to Bewley, so you ignore that. There's actually a third, one in the middle of the lorries, but that's a white sign, so you probably won't even see it. You'll be sign blind by then. Um, so you take the second turning for Lind- Lindhurst. Did I say Lymington? 
No, you said Lindhurst. Yeah, Lindhurst, yeah. not Lymington. They're both they're both great, by the way, and they're not far away from each other. I'm often confused, like I just did then. I didn't, but I thought I did, so therefore I did. Uh, so it's the second Lindhurst turning on the M27. You come off the turning there, you, you turn left straight off the roundabout underneath the flyover, 100 yards, another roundabout, turn right. You're then on the Lindhurst Road, it's about four or five miles long, and it's beautiful. I mean, you're straight in it. You are, you are all in, you know, 30 seconds off the motorway. You are in the new forest. Next stop, village-wise, Lindhurst. But on the way, there's lots of different things you can see. Uh, there's a lovely sort of uh, cricket pitch, a really sort of countryfied cricket pitch. Don't know who plays there. Never seen them playing cricket there, but, but it always looks well tended for, um, or tended, rather. And then a bit further on, there's a campsite on the left-hand side. I said, that's where you need to go. So you're in the forest, you're 15, 20 minutes drive from the sea as well. So you've got it all going on for a couple of days. I said, would you like to borrow the Carfest Airstream? Because it needs to run out before Carfest. Which I thought was very nice of you. Well, it's not mine. I, I'm only the custodian. Carfest own it. The charities own it, basically. Well, they, well, one day when we sell it, the charities will get the money. But right now it's used for Carfest. Still a generous offer. Yes, but here's the reason I can't work with him anymore. He said, what's an Airstream? Yeah. What's an airstream? Well, that's like somebody saying to you, "What's cricket?" You get the right hand about that, wouldn't you? Yeah. So, well, that's how I feel right now. Right now. <laughs> he said, oh, "Don't worry, Chris. I've got a car." I said, "It's not a car. It's a twenty-seven foot long item of vintage beauty." We also we talk about it quite a lot because you have people staying in it in yeah, your garden. I know, but I also know now, here's another reason not to come back from the session. I also know but now that nobody working on the show listens to it. Well, I definitely don't. <laughs> so, Will, the other Will, the nice Will, the Will who knows what an airstream is without having to Google it. Hi, Will. Hi. How are you? He's in charge of our socials. If this is any, if this is good enough, he's going to have to clip himself up to put on socials. <laughs> oh yeah, be funny. <laughs> in less than fifteen yeah, take seconds. Take it from one who knows. <laughs> <laughs> so, for the first time ever this morning, I ordered a macchiato on the way in because I didn't want to break my fast. I realised I've been fasting. I've been thinking I've been fasting for three years, really successfully. But I've been breaking my fast every morning by having um, a throat sweet. Mm. Uh, quite a substantial throat sweep. The first thing uh, when I get in the car in the morning and then on the way here, I have an oat, a large oat milk cappuccino with an extra shot, which has got way more than 50 calories in. And so I'm breaking my fast. So as of today, I ordered a macchiato because Fast said, why don't you go with that? But the thing is, I like the drink. I don't need the heat. You can, you know I've got all the energy. I've got enough energy for, to power the building most mornings. Absolutely. And so I just enjoy, I mean, I suppose I enjoy the hit a bit. I don't know. I don't think I need it. But I just enjoy the drink. I just had a macchiato. Disappointingly brief. So you're saying what, Will? I'm saying go for an affogato. If you're going to go for it, go for it. It's get funny because outside you said go for a piccolino. <laughs> I'm making up as I go along. Um, an affogato is when you have a dollop of ice cream in there. Oh. Can you imagine if that was <laughs> Starting... on the breakfast menu? Because, poor. That would get me but going. That's going to break my fast, though, isn't it? Probably, yeah, absolutely. In fact, that's definitely breaking the fast. But you'd have a nice time. So, if, so what you're saying is, if you're going to break your fast, break it, break it with a smile, snap it in half. Do you know what I mean? Snap it in half. <laughs> you're going to do it. But what is it? Is it a piccolino or a piccolo? So a piccolo is basically like a baby latte. A baby latte. Um, but they all sort of come in different quantities, so it kind of depends on where you like your strength and mm. how much you actually want to drink of the coffee, essentially. Right. And the other. 
other thing is everybody's different, so you might not have been breaking your fast. It might take you 100, 150 no, calories. No, I know, to but break. let's just err on the side of caution yeah, for once, sure. mm. shall we? But did you feel like you were fasting when you before yesterday? Oh, I can't remember past yesterday. Because there's this thing called intuitive eating. Is there? Yes, there is. But I can't think of past yesterday because of what happened yesterday. Oh, yes, we need to find out what happened yesterday. And poor old Dave in Manchester still waiting for his text to be read out. He said it was... You're like, you turned into the show Clark. <laughs> I have. There's the Clark of the course mm-hmm. in um, in racing, and there's now the Clark of the show, and it seems to be you. I've also got other stuff I need to talk about. I need, <laughs> I need, to, get, I need to talk about Bayern Munich winning 27-0 yesterday. That's got to happen. In a pre-season friendly. Not that friendly if you're on the receiving <laughs> exactly, end. Exactly, Bayern. Come on. How friendly is that? <laughs> Not friendly at all. Let them score at least one. They'll say they were being friendly because it was 18-0 at half-time. So, uh, so they took their foot off the gas so in the second bit, half. Did they? Yeah. Right, what do we need to talk about? Let's make this. So, so are we, got, done, we done with coffees? I think so. Mm. I think get an avocado next time. No, I can't. I can't. I'm not going to break my fast. Def- no, thanks. Don't. <laughs> uh, have it yourself. I'll pay for it. Um, but Dave's, Dave's text. No, what? no, no. Hang on, hang on. Let's just get the coffee thing sorted out. Yeah, okay. If you are fasting and we all fast overnight you don't have to go on some crazy kind of journey you when you're asleep you are fasting so try and eat uh, as early as you can before you go to bed and then don't eat again just the snack's not worth it you might as well get hung for a sheep as a lamb so don't have a, a little snack fires up um all your 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 um your anti sort of um what's the word your meta it slows down your metabolic rate and you need your metabolic um uh machine up and running to start burning your fat that's why you lose weight overnight you don't lose you lose fat overnight because your metabolism kicks in because things hang on i'm not being fed i'm not feeding myself so don't ruin it after once you put your dishes away so have all your naughty treats have your jammy dodges have your multi have it all just have it all before you put your dishes away then don't add anything you better to have a packet of a packet of mold, a packet of jammy dodgers with staying in your fasting window than one jammy dodger three hours after because it's it's the fact that it's, it flicks the switch again that's the point so the next morning the safest coffee to have to carry on your fast before you eat is probably an americano well definitely a black americano mm. and maybe an americano with a shot of kind of milk because it just yeah. It makes you feel like you're having a different kind of coffee, that kind of thing. Is that that's done now? Is that okay? I think so. I think you Will, you're brilliant as always. Thank, Thank you, you so very much, much indeed. <laughs> Coming up, what what have we got to talk about? What Dave's text? Yeah. Um, what you did yesterday yes. between ten o'clock and six o'clock when you get home? Uh-huh. Um, Bayern Munich winning twenty-seven nil. Although we sort of done that. Mm. Um, England winning the one-day series against Australia the ladies. in the women's ashes. Yeah. Which Ended up being a draw, which is fantastic. Men's the men's ashes starting, starting today. And they're promising Basball 2.0 because yes. they have to win. And also the weather is a factor. Yes, they are. Okay. Uh, I know the show doesn't sound as fluid, uh, fluent and smooth as usual. And it's not that usual to start with. Mm. But I don't care because I want to give you all this stuff before we go on holiday. It's our parting gift to you. Yes, yes it is. Okay, this might be it. Yeah, we might never hear from us again. <laughs> Seriously. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. JD Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. 
Love music? Love interviews with lovely musicians? Search Virgin Radio UK on YouTube to find brilliant album specials with some of the shiniest lights on our playlist, including George Ezra. This is going to be something I'll remember, and that's a really lovely thing. I don't think I was able to do that in the past. And James Bay. Don't you agree that everybody needs someone when they feel alone? Watch all that and more at youtube.com slash virginradiouk. All right, Danny in the Cotswolds. Hi, Danny. Morning, gorgeous people. Morning, gorgeous Danny. Morning, gorgeous Cotswolds. As soon as you finish your evening meal, just a small, simple tip, top, top, sorry, top tip to help with the fasting. As soon as, this is great, by the way. As soon as you finish your evening meal, go and brush and floss your teeth. Oh, great. That is a great tip. That is brilliant. It's brilliant. I mean, you want to leave it 20 or 30 minutes, don't you, before or after a meal. When yeah, you're I've heard your that. No, but also you. I want to enjoy the. I mm. like the taste of a of nice meal in my mouth for the for the next ten minutes. That's why I like having ca- cake with tea. I like the way the cake makes my makes my tea taste. I like the cake anyway, mm. but I then like the tea more because of the taste that's in my mouth. I like the combo. Yeah, great tip though. That's a very mega good tip. One. That's a very mega, good one. Well mega done, tip, Danny. Danny in the Cotswolds. Fasting. Hi, Chris and Vassos. Thanks for the show. Thanks to the show. Thanks to the show and thanks for the show. It's good. I'm 32 hours into my 36-hour fast. I was inspired by yesterday's show and I'm fasting because of it. Can't wait until 11 a.m. to eat, but I'm feeling great and about to hit the gym. Awesome. That's fantastic. I'm also fasting. Colin from Ascot. Thank you, Colin. Colin, you've inspired me, having inspired you to do... And in fact, we're all thanking Jade, my friend, who started all this. But I'm now... 4 p.m. yesterday, so I'm 16 hours into what I hope will be a 36 hour Yeah, and you can have as much black coffee and fruit tea as you darn well like. You can also have a bone broth, but you're a vegan. Oh, I shouldn't stop you. Sandra in York. (laughs) He's a special kind of vegan, people. Yes, I am. Yeah. He's a meat-eating, milk-swilling vegan. Not so much the meat-eating. Well, we don't know, do we? (laughs) We only know about the milk because I caught you at it. Once, a oh, year once. ago. Okay, once, once. <laughs> so, so therefore, so that's fine then, is it? Yes, just the once. I'm not, I'm not a strict vegan. Hi, Chris um, Vassos. <laughs> you just brought the biggest smile to my face talking about the new forest. My uncle lived in Brockenhurst, so you described my exact journey to visit him. It brought back so many happy memories. I don't know how far Lindhurst is from the motorway roundabout, the second Lindhurst exit to Lindhurst, and it's bothering me. <laughs> so can somebody find out? It takes a while to get there sometimes, doesn't it? That oh, road can get a little jammed. Yeah, no, you want to go early. Go, always, but always go, go everywhere early. Get to play, set off in the middle of the night and set off back for home in the middle of the night. Why wouldn't you do that? Fanny in Camberley. If Will, your Will, isn't old and wise enough to know what an Airstream is and how wonderful they are, I doubt he has the right licence to tow it. It's different for anyone who got the licence after 1997. I don't think he should be allowed it. Sorry, Will. <laughs> Fanny, sorry, Fanny, because it's not a, an Airstream caravan. It's an Airstream self-drive, man. It's a motorhome. But I think you're right anyway. Because you can drive it on, it's 27 feet long, so you can drive it on a car license, but I think the same rules apply to what Fanny specified there, but it's not a tower, it's a driver. It's cool, it's a cool vehicle. It's super cool. I didn't know that about the driving license changing in 1997. Oh yeah, loads of things changed in 97 to do with driving. So I mean, it's all, you know, I'm sure, I'm sure there might be some reasoning behind it somewhere, but I still don't understand most of driving. Is you know, that I, know they... to, I know how to drive, yeah. but like, Noah and I, we were on one road coming back from Goodwood, on um, Sunday, we left early. We left early, half two, to beat the traffic. I left early to get there, half six in the morning to beat the traffic. And then we're coming back towards Hazelmere 
from the south coast and we're on like one of the greatest driving roads i didn't know about in the uk and we're on it and there were so many signs telling us how to drive and when slow down here and 40 miles an hour here and 30 miles like all so like it must have been a very slow day at the signage office that day this road this brilliant driving road had more like nanny state signs than i'd ever expect it's like no and then we just started laughing because they were it was like every time we were supposed to do something it would tell us to do it and then it, then there was one it went from 40 to 50 sorry 50 to 40 so it's slowing down mm-hmm. so there's a 40 repeater sign then sorry 50 repeater sign then the 40 repeater signs kicked in and then it bit on painted on the road was slow in the massive yeah. letters and then after 100 yards later slow yeah okay we know we know slow repeater sign slow <laughs> don't worry we're slowing down yes. it's gonna be fine stop it sharp right hand bend yes i know i can see it <laughs> and then our favorite one was um d- dip 100 yards ahead so we're thinking, oh, this is well, we're off a cliff here. There's a slight undulation. It's like this is the most oversigned road in the UK. I wonder what is the most. That, it's that road. It's okay, yeah. I don't know where it is. Maybe it was just made up for our journey, and it no longer exists. Maybe it's an Anton Deck yes. thing. Yeah, you'll be on. Well, they're not doing it for a while, are they? They're giving it a rest. Saturday takeaway. Are they? Yeah. It was on the show, Vass. Yeah. We okay. Well, we I did on the show. Thing, why, yeah. why would you know about mm. it? Andrew and Beckles, when is lovely Will going to be given his own show? He has a gorgeous voice. Now, this is a different Will. Oh, this is the problem. Can we not schedule Will and Will to be on the same show? Will, who's in charge of our socials, does have a lovely voice. Also, Tilly has a lovely voice. If Tilly and Will got together to do a show, it could be, it could spell the end for the rest of us. Because mm. they both have absolutely gorgeous voices. Let's make sure that never happens. Yeah. Also, Felix wouldn't be happy because Felix would like a show. Felix does a show on Virgin Radio Pride. Um, he, he is not blessed with the greatest radio voice, as nor am I. I mean, it doesn't help Felix, nothing to worry about. We've just got to try harder. <laughs> you know, the thing is about Will and actually, they are slightly laconic and slightly laid back because they know they've got great voices. Yeah. They know for them it's going to be more about the onomatopoeia than the actual content. Combine the two, we are dead in the water. <laughs> Lorraine from Cornwall, driving to Oxford. Are we too late for a beep? No, not today. I'm taking my grandchildren's Oliver and Alice to nursery this morning for the last time. Oh. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> Tash has been literally yeah, crying I mean, all week. Is that is this the last week? This is the last week for the twins. Can't really talk about it too. Like, should we? If I say it, I'll actually cry. Mm. On them <laughs> on Monday, we got arrived home, and she was all puffy eyed. And I arrived home sort of after I arrived home at lunchtime, and then I went out again, and she was out, and so I arrived. We arrived back home together. Just before tea time, quarter to five, she's all puffy eyed. I said, How are you, babe? She went, I'm fine. I said, What did you do today with them? We did the greatest hits. (laughs) (laughs) She took took them to all of their favourite places they've been going together for the last two years, all in one day. How to break yourself? Mm. Why? Why? (laughs) Why? Right? So, uh, speaking as someone, I mean, you have a a daughter even older than I do, but I've got a 19-year-old daughter who I haven't seen for a couple of months, and she's brilliant, and I wouldn't change a thing about her, and I definitely wouldn't have her four years old again. But if I see a picture of her, aged four, I want to well up and cry, and it makes me a bit sad. Why is that? Because you love her. 
because you care about but her. But why aren't I? Oh, that was lovely when she was four. Remember that when she was four and now she's 19? Because but, that'd be a transient yeah. sort of dismissal of your, the depth of your feelings. Maybe, maybe that's it. But it's, it's weird that it's sadness. It's not sadness. It's not sadness. It's not sadness. It's the mixture. Uh, it's the mixture of deep love and deep loss mm. because you 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 continue to have deep love, but it's a different love. And what you've gained has an opportunity cost of what you've lost. That's what that's why you feel conflicted. But it's good conflict. It's not bad conflict. Very nicely framed. Thank you very much. Martin says, did you know the rhythm at the start of the Morse tune also spells Morse? Yes, Martin. But did you know that the guys who wrote the Morse theme nicked that theory from the genius who wrote the Mission Impossible theme? Because if you have only just tuned in there, bam, 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 bam. That is M and I in Morse code. Bam, 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 bam. And the same can be said for Morse. I actually don't know if they nicked it. I just said that. It's trying to sound like a wise guy. It could be our last ever week. I'm just trying to sound like a wise guy. And I think on that sort of vague area, yep. isn't the neighbour's theme the exact sort of reverse of something like the countdown theme? Okay, right. So yesterday, what happened? Yesterday, the show finishes at 10 o'clock. And I get them at five past six. How come? Well, here's the thing. It is a little cut to the chase, cut a long story short. I ended up having an operation in an actual operating theatre. What? I know. It was incredible. I left the show at 10 o'clock and uh, I then get a message and then I go and see someone. Um, well, I don't go and see someone straight away. This, this person, this lovely lady um, says, you know, I can fit you in, but I can only fit you in at three o'clock today. And I said, well, thanks for that, but I live miles away, so so that, that means I'm going to have to come back in and it's the last couple of days and my sister's down from Scotland and my niece is over from Australia and I'm really busy. She says, I think you need to come and see me. I said, OK. Um, can I not do it in four weeks' time? She said, no, I think you should probably come and see me now. So I said, OK, OK, fine, fine, fine. So I found my wife and I tell her, that she said, you've got to go and see her. you got to, I mean... She's like completely in agreement. You don't have to go and see this lady. She's made time for you. She knows what she's talking about. You've got to go and see her. And so I agreed to go and see her at three o'clock. Um, uh, I kindly said thank you on bended knee for seeing me at three o'clock. But then I had nothing to do for five hours. It was really interesting. I had nothing to do for five hours. And it was like, oh, what do I do now? Um, so the first thing I did is I went to a bike shop around the corner because my bike, I'm not happy with the angle of my saddle. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's been crushing my nuts for the last year and a half. And so I go to the bike show and say, is this at the right angle? They went, no. And so we had a big old chat about the, the bike and we got the Allen keys out. And we So I mean, that's good. So that's first 45 minutes. A, I've made a new friend at the bike shop. We talked a lot about bikes. You know, I got a lot of bike envy. Ne nearly fell into that trap once, you know, once or twice in the 45 minutes. And, and then... That's here, just outside where we work. And um, where I was going was um, uh, towards uh, Marylebone, uh, which is a couple of four miles away. Exactly, yeah. I know because I cycle there every morning. It's like uh, it happens to be almost where I park my car, next to where I park my car. And so I cycle back on this new, really comfy yeah. sun. Like, oh my gosh, why didn't I do this a year and a half ago? It's so much comfy. <laughs> that's that's that that's very interesting that you just hadn't. I know. It's mad, isn't it? And it's so pivotal in my, literally pivotal yes. in my day. I was like, I mean, I do try and spend the whole of my cycle standing up, pushing on the pedals, a bit of a sort of reverse leg press. Um, 
But now I know perhaps why I was doing that. Yes. <laughs> it was too painful to sit down. <laughs> so, so that goes on. Then it gets to about... It's now about quarter past 11. So I think I'll put my bike in my car um, and I'll go and pretend I live in Primrose Hill for four hours, which is my favourite thing to do yes. in London because I used to live in Primrose Hill. Um, I don't anymore. But if I ever get a couple of hours spare in town here, I go there and pretend I live there for a bit. It's much, it's much better than, you know, jumping into the property market at the hot end of the, the pointy end of the prices and the, the per square footage lack of value for money. Well, because when you're in your house, you're yes. in your house. Yeah. So it's only when you're in Primrose Hill that you're living in Primrose Hill. Yeah. So you don't need to have the house. Just go and yeah, live right. in Primrose so Hill. So that's what I did. Yeah. So Well, no, that's, that's what I intended to do because mm-hmm. that's what I usually do. But I folded up the bike and I put it in the back of the car and I thought, do you know what? I'm a little bit tired. So I sat in the car and I meditated for an hour. Ooh. It was great. Never done that before. It was brilliant. I actually fell asleep. I woke up brand new, brand spanking new. It's now five past one. So suddenly three o'clock is literally, it's, it's, you know, it's a breath away all of a sudden. So I think, I'll go and get back to eat, go to Paul Roth, my favourite sandwich shop in the world. It's the best sandwich shop in the world. Mm-hmm. Go there, have a nice sandwich, um, maybe a cup of tea, maybe, and then go and try and pick up ta- a pair of slides for Tash that I know she secretly wants for the holiday, but she doesn't want to buy anything because we agreed not to buy anything this year. Um and it'll be all right. So I get a Paul Rosser sandwich shop. There's a queue around the corner. It's the longest queue ever. I actually took a picture. I said, still, I posted it, still the best sandwich shop in the world. The queue was far too long for me to get a sandwich before I needed to get Anyway, so then I went off shopping. And then I arrived at um, the doctor's surgery uh, half an hour before. And then I sat down um, in plenty of time, all the time in the world. And then I went to see the doctor. And what happened was last Friday, D who gives me a massage every Friday because I'm very lucky enough to be able to have a massage every Friday. So I did that. She looked at my calf, my left calf. She said, what's that? I said, that's a freckle. She went, no, it looks a bit big for a freckle to me. So I said, oh. She said, how long you had it? I said, well, I don't know, about a year. She said, has it got any bigger? I said, no, you come to mention I think it probably has. She said, I've seen it for the last couple of weeks. I don't like the look of it, Chris. I would go and get it checked out if I were you. So I made a phone call yesterday, sorry, day before, um, and it was out of hours, and the receptionist come back during the show yesterday mm-hmm. when Rob Bryden was on. Oh, yes, I heard the chat. I, and I said, yeah. look, you I've got to go, I'm, I'm doing a radio the... show, yeah. and I've got 20 seconds left on whatever it yes. was. And anyway, I phoned up straight away, and they made they found this appointment. I went to see, to see the doctor, and the doctor said, I think we need to, we have an operating theatre downstairs. Are you okay for the next couple of hours? And I went downstairs and I had a general anesthetic and she hiked out um, the, the, the area oh, and, yeah. it, and it's gone off for a biopsy. Now, what happens is I've, she said it's highly unlikely, said, but it does look very suspicious. Um, uh, she said it's highly unlikely that it is skin cancer, but it might be. And you are class, you are class one. I'm a class one skin cancer uh, risk. Um, category she said but it could it could be and then she took me through all the reasons it might be and it's gone off for the biopsy um and uh i, I said i could you know, couldn't have been more grateful and i'm completely you know completely it is what it is and we'll find out mm-hmm. um and she took me through the worst case scenario and the best case scenario the best case scenario she said before she started operating is that um it'll be fine but you can't shower or be near any water for two weeks i said i'm going on a surfing holiday on friday <laughs> she went Oh, okay. Not a problem. She said, okay, so we won't give you stitches. We're going to cauterize it. 
you ever had a cauterized? I don't even know what that is. It sounds <laughs> it sounds awful. It's great. <laughs> All this happened yesterday. Mad, mad day. Crazy day. So I then had my wound cauterized. I'm not going to say what that is on the radio because some people might make might, might people feel unnecessarily over queasy. Um, but I will say you can smell burning um, oh. as it's being done. Um, and it's now done and it is what it is and we'll find out what it is and I couldn't be more grateful but just one of those extraordinary days but once again brilliant people uh, helping us out and Clarion Whaley Bridge says <coughs> excuse me today will be the last day um, I'll hold my daughter's hand as we walk to the school gate seven years have flown by but that's because every minute has been crammed full of all kinds of wonderful stuff and I'm sure the next five years will be just as epic so Deep breath. I'm putting my best foot forward. Claire reminding us via that beautiful text that if you don't go and get yourself checked out for yourself, get yourself checked out for the people who love you and want you to be around for as long as possible. Cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com.